You're listening to Upstate HR, the HR podcast for non-HR businesses in Upstate New York. Today we're joined by Hannah Wartman, owner of Nitty Gritty Cleaning in Ithaca, New York. We'll try to clear up some of the HR confusion that businesses may face, especially when trying to hire their first employees. Stay tuned. Upstate HR is brought to you by Labor Love. For only $8 a month, you'll receive a new labor law poster automatically every time there's an update. With Labor Love, you'll never have to worry about poster compliance again. Visit laborlove.co for details. Labor Love, love what you do, leave the labor to us. And by Burr Consulting, LLC. In today's world of ever-changing and evolving labor and employment law, payroll processes, employee relation issues, and the complexity of a work-life balance we all face, understanding and addressing these issues can create multiple challenges in legal liability. Burr Consulting offers you affordable human resources consulting for both profit and not-for-profit organizations. Visit burrconsultingllc.com today. Strategically aligning HR as a partner for the success of your business. Now let's get started. So for this episode, we're joined by Hannah Wartman, um, who is the owner of Nitty Gritty Cleaning in Ithaca. And uh, she's joining Megan Cole, Matt Burr, and myself to try and hopefully clear up some of the confusion that new businesses face in the world of HR. Um, and certainly... Uh, I know from experience, I think we can all attest to the fact that there's a lot of confusing things uh, when you're a new business, um, and HR has multiple angles of confusion. So um, one of the angles that we were just talking about before we got started is the actual sort of dealing with the people, dealing with the employees themselves and any issues that might arise and trying to anticipate things before they happen. And the other side of that is the paperwork and the legal filings and that kind of stuff, which um, I think Hannah and I are in the same boat where we get really confused about that paperwork piece and relish the opportunity to work through some of the um, employee situations. So Hannah, talk a little bit about your business and how you got to the point where you were able to hire employees. Um, well, I started my cleaning business in March of 2016. And up until this past summer, it was just me and my vacuums, and I didn't really have a whole lot to worry about other than just doing a good job and keeping good face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, you know, work started to pick up, my name started to spread a little bit more, and I decided I need help. Uh, and I just so happened to have a one, one really good close friend who needed a job and I had known her for 20 years and I said, hey, come work for me. You wanna clean houses? She said, sure. <laughs> and I offer a decent pay, so that helps too. Is that, when a new business is starting out, do you see that that's typically the case with the first employee or two that it's, I feel like a lot of people think, oh man, I'm gonna go through this huge hiring process and 
take out ads in the newspaper, but every story about a small business hiring their first or second employee seems to be that type of story. Yeah. Oh, I would, I would agree. I think it's a good way to go. At least in my case, it was. Yeah. I've seen both. I've seen, I would say the majority of the time we don't hire people that we can't work with. Um, I think most of us are able to recognize that, you know, some friends are bad employees. Yes. <laughs> um, or family. Or family. Or right? roommates. Right. Or There's roommates, yeah. really any combination of, of people you yeah. might know might not be a great employee. So I think sometimes it works out really well. I think sometimes, too, it can be very challenging to do that because you have to be able to look at your employee and say, I need you to do this and I need you to do it better than you did last time. And you, yeah, finding that balance of keeping your friendship and of employer-employee relationship um, can be, I'm assuming, very challenging. However, I'm, I'm lucky enough that we communicate very well and we have had no problems. So what are some of the things that a new business uh, that is just starting to hire employees um, needs to know right off the bat? You know, I, th I think that the thing that they need to recognize is some of the legal laws and regulations, the paperwork definitely is a big piece for them. Payroll will be a big piece, workers' comp insurance, disability insurance, um, the posting requirements for a small business, and um, you know, are really how, how uh, employees are gonna impact the, the bottom line as well on the, the organization. So those would be my, my big things. I think paperwork uh, has, has been a sticking point for, for many of my my clients as I've done some audits and seen, you know, just some issues related to um, the pay how the paperwork's filled out, if they have it, if they don't have it. So those are, I think, the big areas right there. It's just understanding the, the evolving legislation in New York and around the country. So Yeah. I think, especially as a brand new business, um, you know, it can be a little bit overwhelming. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of things to keep track of. And the thing that I would maybe recommend to every new business owner is to be almost overly diligent about writing everything down. Um, it's really easy to throw all of your receipts in an envelope. It is a lot harder to track every hour of every conversation that you've had with every employee. But I think at least initially, you almost want to have too much information so that that, one, that way when somebody like Matt comes in and does your audit, you can say, look, I had 14 conversations with this person before I fired them mm, yeah. because they were a terrible employee. Or, you know, I had these three conversations about this person's overtime. I told them it wasn't going to be approved. I, you know, and really documenting those things and not throwing anything away. Yeah. That was uh, the first piece of advice I was given when I was ready to hire my first gal was keep notes of everything, what they do well, what they need to improve on and, and always have that on hand. So we talked about like some of those legal requirements, um, but uh, when when you're thinking about hiring or working with your friend or somebody that you know kind of falls into your lap, um, what are some of the things? What are some of the ways that you can prepare for issues that might arise down the road? No, I mean I I think it's just going to depend on on the employee that you hire and, and maybe the industry you're in. I think that, again, the note-taking, you know, performance reviews, discussions, open communication, building that culture and trusting relationship is gonna be significant um, from the employee side and the employee relations side. But uh, the legal issues, I think, again, 
Um, you know, there's there's uh, seminars that are put on. Um, you know, people like me, you can get advice from on what's required, what's not required, and just really being proactive in your approach to uh, to thinking ahead on on certain things. And I, you know, I think the average business owner, small business owner, doesn't understand like all the requirements on the HR side, and the internet's not always accurate. I think we all know that. Yes. And and you know job application that works in one state's not going to work in New York versus California. So mm -hmm. I think, again, just asking the questions, doing the research, and uh, being proactive about it, which is hard at times because things change so quickly as well. I think written expectations, which can be really challenging, especially when it's someone we know, um, someone we don't feel like we maybe need to have those expectations with, you almost have to assume that they're going to turn into a bad person. Mm -hmm. Um, which is awful, especially when it's somebody you know, a family member, a friend, um, having to look at them and go, you know, you could come back and sue me. Mm -hmm. And that's why I need to have this huge document that I need you to sign off that you read. Yeah. Um, and having an employee handbook, I think, is really valuable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the handbook definitely is something, job descriptions would be another thing. I mean, I think that in Hannah's case, she was working with, uh, you know, a credit union in Ithaca that was real proactive on, on like, recommending payroll companies, HR people, things like that. So so your bank, your credit union, people that you, you your attorney, your accountant have the connections that you need to kind of be uh, proactive and, and make sure you're legal as well. So. Yeah, I give a lot of credit to uh, the credit union alternatives, federal credit union that I work with. Um, they have a business sense program and I met with a wonderful woman who she's free to meet with as often as I want. Um, and she's basically been holding my hand yeah. through this whole yeah. new business experience. And yeah. yeah. And I mean, the Small Business Administration in this area is, is uh, government-funded that are supposed to be working with small businesses to help you get up to speed on these things and make sure that they're recommending the, the right things as well. So those are you know just some people that you need to, to work with or organizations you need to work with in order to, to do it right. Make sure you read any contracts you sign for payroll and all those fun things yeah. to make sure you know the, the requirements on your side as well. So. We talked in the past about um, uh, job descriptions and um, job postings and that kind of thing. Um, and in using job descriptions as a way to have better conversations with employees. Um, and one of the things that I took away from that conversation was uh, the need to have them up front, you know, when, when you're first hiring somebody, it's almost like a prenup, like nobody wants to have that conversation, but you might as well have it while things are good right. before you actually, you know, get into some of the difficulties that you might, might have. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, job descriptions are, are important in sort of job postings to make sure that, look, this is the job, this is what we hired you to do, the times, the travel, etc. So you've got it in writing, obviously you don't ever want to default to that, but sometimes you've got to have those difficult discussions as small business owners and leaders of organizations. That's just the fact in the business world. So. And definitely, you know, when you're doing like the recruitment process, I think it's important to remember that you need to write down why you didn't hire someone as often as you write down why you did. Mm -hmm. You know, if you could go mm -hmm. into um, a hearing like if somebody pursues legal action against you, you're going to want to walk into the hearing and say, I didn't hire this person because during the interview, they told me that their house is a mess and they're disorganized and they've never run a vacuum cleaner in their life. <laughs> and so they, we don't want them working for the cleaning company, right? Yeah, like, I've, I had a, a 
potential employee tell me that she is she's notorious for breaking vacuums and sort of laughed and I didn't laugh I wasn't I didn't find that very funny yeah. right and and so writing those things down can save you later that way nobody can come back and say well you didn't hire me because I'm a girl or you didn't hire me because I'm a guy because um, you don't ever want to be faced with that um, and I think in small operations especially you know it's it's conversational interviews a lot of the time yeah oh yeah like you I'm sure in your team, you all work pretty closely together. We do. We, we usually have uh, at least once a month meetings where we meet at a local coffee shop or something, you know, nothing too uh, high pressure setting, I suppose. Um, and yeah, and, and what I do is I each meeting, I sort of have a combination of, I guess, a mini employee handbook and a job description as I, I hand them out as handouts, which are more of a guideline as uh, what the business is about. And there's a lot of repetition, which I think is okay. Um, but basically just points out what I expect from them, each clean, uh, and the do's and don'ts, and things to keep them out of trouble. And and I, I do let them know that, uh, that they're very appreciated. However, when they go into someone's house to clean, they are not only representing themselves, but they're representing nitty-gritty cleaning yeah I mean at the end of the day it's just like my business and Sean's business that whose name's on the product yes. if you hire someone to do it who's the one that's going to be the reputation that could be damaged if it's not done correctly I mean us the small business owner versus the employee because the employee can go find another job we're the ones that run the business yeah. so I think so, solid sorry. no go ahead I think solid takeaway here is um, if you don't know ask yeah Definitely. <laughs> um, I think sometimes too with small businesses, you know, there's there's that budget conscious piece, and you really do have to be budget conscious, when you're, especially when you're first starting out with a business. And so people are sometimes afraid to ask a consultant. They're afraid to ask a lawyer. They're afraid to ask for help. And you have to keep in mind that you know the two hundred dollars you pay for the lawyer for the two hours that you have them is so much cheaper than the ten thousand dollar lawsuit yeah. you're going to be faced with in three months because you didn't ask the question. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. So, Hannah, how has it been going so far now that you've hired your first two employees, you said? Yes. Has that given you uh, a launch pad? Do you feel like, because I know it's it's nerve-wracking to try and find the budget and find the time to manage all of that? It's been going pretty well, I'd say. Um, budget isn't so much of an issue. It's a, it's, as a cleaning business, it's pretty low startup costs. Um, I bring in a decent amount. So payroll and, and workers' comp insurance, it's all covered. Uh, you know, as far as employee relationships, we, we have very open communication. And uh, like I said, my, my one main employee who works a little bit more than the other, uh, we, we've known each other for a long time. And really, there's been no conflict. Uh, yeah, right. I, I yeah, feel pretty nice. lucky. <laughs> it's nice to have someone who's bought into your business in, in you know, not quite the ownership stake, but... Um, bought into what you stand for and what you do and the yes. quality you were talking about. Yeah. Anything else that we should know uh, for, or that new businesses should know uh, to navigate the HR world? This is by no means the comprehensive, no. all-inclusive blueprint. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that Megan hit on it, if you don't know, ask. And I think that there's a lot of opportunity to to train with you know through webinars through chamber of commerce events through small business through community college 
through you know consultants like myself, um, you know, reach out to people, the banks, the credit unions, reach out to the people that that might know a little bit more than you. And again, my my recommendation, what I put in almost every one of my articles, is is don't assume that the internet is correct, mm-hmm. because you might be looking at something that's fifteen years old and you don't even know it because there's no date on it. So, yeah. so always, uh, I guess, be proactive and and uh, don't ever assume. Yeah. I agree. Once you're ready to hire. Uh, just stay on top of everything. Ask questions. Absolutely. Write it all down. Be really proactive in keeping everything. It might seem like overkill. You might get to next year and not need half of it. But better to not need half of it than need documents that are going to save your business, um, which is ultimately what it could come down to, especially when you're first starting out. You might not think you need it, but you actually probably do need it from an <laughs> HR perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Well, thank you very much for joining us yeah. all the way from Ithaca. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thank you. Now we are more officially the Upstate HR podcast, Uh, and um, we'll look forward to hearing how things go. Great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Upstate HR podcast. If you have any ideas on the topics we should cover, send us an email at ideas at upstatehrpodcast.com. Tell your friends and coworkers to subscribe in the iTunes podcast store. And thank you for listening.